Make sure you guys are liking, sharing, and subscribing wherever you're listening to this podcast so we can get more viewers out there. Make sure you guys leave us a review if you're able to as well. Greatly appreciate it. helps the podcast grow. Without further ado or interruption, let's jump back into the review for Barry, the season finale. Here we go. Starting now. Now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Almost Side Show season two finale of Barry. I'm Terry, and that's Adam. I didn't, I, I, I've never said it that way before where we rhyme, but Barry, Terry, how about that? And, How's it going, Adam? And Adam. And throws Adam. it all off, yeah. Well, normally I have like a funny joke, a quip, n- nothing today. I just, I we brushed that out. Like I'm making myself a little Jack and Coke here. I figure it's a good time to celebrate season finale of Barry. going to be a long I'm, I'm one. I'm it up too. Yeah, heck yeah. So got to have a, a beverage as they, as it were. And yes. Way to bury. Let's, let's bury it up. Bury it up. Yeah. And this is. All week, folks. That. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite the episode. Yeah, this is quite the quite the finale as we finally get we get some closure at the same time we get we get the payoffs we've been waiting for. And we have no idea what's going to happen next, but let's not waste any more time. We got a lot to talk about as we wrap up this episode, wrap up this season uh, with everything we got to talk about there. Let's do it. Barry, season two, episode eight, entitled Berkman is greater than Block. And here is our summary. We open exactly where we left off. Barry is is rushing to stop Fuchs. Fuchs can't pull the trigger on Gene. Hears sirens and runs. Barry shows up to Gene distraught. Barry is questioned from prison and released while Gene is being held for Moss's murder. The Chechens take the monastery and fortify the place, waiting for Esther and Cristobal to attack. Then Fuchs shows up looking for protection from Barry and is somehow able to talk a peace between Hank and Cristobal. The class does their performance in the new theater, and Sally chooses to change how her story is told. She is embarrassed, but also praised by so many in the audience. Jean gets released after they find Hank's pin Barry planted in the trunk, leading to the original suspicion that the Chechens killed Moss. Barry seems content until he finds out where Fuchs is. He goes on a full rampage of the monastery killing countless people, including Esther and Meyerbeck, in search of Fuchs. When he's done, he realizes what he had done. Fuchs had escaped, and he might not have changed as much as he thought. Oh, and Fuchs told Gene that Barry killed Moss. Adam. OMG. Seriously. Did we predict that that was how it was going to go down? Like, No. I don't think we even mentioned this. <laughs> But what a, a what a way to end the season um, brings back one of our least favorite characters as well. Detective May <laughs> may done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had just a little bit of everything in it. There was a lot of some frustrations that I did have with it just based off character choices, mostly Sally in this episode. Um, because, well, I, I, I we'll, we'll discuss it later. I, I think there's a reason why, and it, it, it makes sense. And, uh, because it would, I don't know, be kind of convoluted if it, it went as the standard way, if she didn't change up the thing, I think it would, there's been some issues there, but we'll talk, discuss that a little bit later, but what a solid episode and uh, the conclusion of the season. And I, I don't know which compared to the first season and second season which episode is the strongest season finale that it was but really uh solid stuff for barry i think this episode 
you, you were mentioning the difference between like the first season finale and the second season finale. I think they have a lot in common in the fact that a lot of stuff has to go perfectly right to get to the place we end up at. Mm-hmm. Like the first season finale, everything had to fall just right. And you have that, that moment of bliss before something messes it all up. And in mm-hmm. season one, it's Moss figuring it out. In this one, you have all, everything has to break just right. Right. You, you, you've got Barry thinking on his feet, placing the pin. Gene gets out. The Everything goes great. And then he can't help himself but freak out when he finds out where Fuchs is. So you have, it's almost comical how much they rely on coincidence to put it all together and to make it all work. But you allow it to happen and you say you accept it because of what it leads to. Um, and it leads to that the great moment to end all of this. So I think that's great. You mentioned Sally, and I think we need to talk about this because we need to talk about what actually ends up happening with this performance. Because I think there's some really interesting stuff that comes out of everything in that performance. Um, yes. But let's start with Sally because you mentioned you mentioned you were you didn't you get it, but you didn't necessarily like it. And I'm kind of in the same spot. I mean, she she barely was able to do it in the safe space where she felt like only her classmates were watching her. And now she's got a 400 seat hall. I know how many seats there are, Barry. Shut up. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's definitely some hangover from the previous episode with the jealousy stuff, because she even asks him, uh, how did the, the audition go? I was just asking. I didn't care for a response or something to that. Right, right. Extent. Well, but it also it, you can tell it's freaking her out. I mean, the first time we see her, she's smoking. We haven't seen oh, yeah, her that's a good, before. Good point. Yeah. And, subtle, and, little subtlety. There. Oh, oh, hey, there's a balcony even in here. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> she's just freaking out at the idea of how many people she is going to have to get so vulnerable in front of. And and so I get how she didn't want to go there in that in that venue. The funny thing is, everybody else did. Um, and and that's what I thought was fascinating, led by our man, Jermaine. Yeah, we finally get the payoff of the alien abduction. And oh, man, good. that such a I wish that he actually you know got to perform his thing on stage knew how to knew how to do so well that was his performance that was all it was but not in front of the people though it wasn't shown in front of the people but that that's all he that's all he could do that's all he wrote was the oh, little bit we saw sense. and i wish he could he could have fleshed that out a little more because man that is that's quite the story um yeah. of you know finding his dad strung out on drugs outside of a drugstore and uh but still being yeah. his hero yeah yeah funny enough he walked away when even though he's rehearsing he didn't pick up the money after he did i don't know this scene he walked left the money on the, the, the ground yeah yeah um you we we see we see nick in his toilet <laughs> you need to be louder <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh sorry 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 <laughs> <laughs> Great, great, great audio. His script. I mean, I get what he was going for, but that was so dumb. And then it's myself in the toilet. Forgotten. 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 Nine. I told you who was that guy. That's the one guy I was like, who the heck are you? Wasn't that Eric? I think that was Eric. Oh, yeah, the murderer. The the serial killer. killer. Of course, the, the serial killer is the one that tries to be a beat poet. Yeah, um, and and I love I also Sasha t- telling the story about the horse outside, and then you hear, uh, "This was seen here by her." Well, that's not actually me. I have no pictures of me as a child because my uncle lit our house on fire with my mom still inside. But that's not the story we're telling. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> that's the story you were supposed to tell. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was pretty funny. I I, I got a kick out of that one. <laughs> I couldn't even find a picture because because my uncle 
uh, burnt down our house. Or oh, was that what she said? It was like it yeah. was her uncle or her somebody. Her uncle burned down the house while her mom was still inside. But but the most impactful moment of her life was when the horse was seen outside of her apartment in the middle of the city. The best thing is when she walked off stage, nailed it, nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> oh, it was great. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, that was that was that was something. That was something for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love how we got all those little updates, all those little character moments from these characters that have been building throughout throughout the the whole season. Yeah. So that I would I would have loved to see my favorite guy who owned the Curves restaurant or Curves workout the Curves gym. I would love to see his story play out there. Yeah, yeah. um Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy who played a corpse on CSI. Uh <laughs> one day I'll get, yeah. Uh yeah, that so anyway, that the reason why we talk, we're joking around about the, the performances here, but it really kind of it was kind of shocking, and it, I guess it's not surprising that Sally would do something like that, change the scene up. Uh, obviously, Barry was in a bad headspace, so some maybe some of that jealousy where Barry might outshine her. Barry, Barry might outshine her in the uh, the scene itself, so that way. Maybe she switched it up there as well because there was some jealousy building from the previous episode where Barry got an audition. And considering everybody's going to be there, could be a little bit of that. Yeah. Could be a little bit of the nerves. And what it was really telling is when he walked off stage and you see everybody kind of like shocked that it's like you basically just screwed Barry out of a a time to shine in a performance. That's what how that's oh yeah, that's a good point too. I hadn't thought of it that that's way. That's how I thought I was like, you basically just screwed Barry over. Like Grant, he was in a bad headspace, and Sally isn't aware of that. But but he snapped in, like like that. The the slap snapped him in. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets snapped in, so he was basically focused on that, and so he was going to go at it. And when she flips the table, he's like, puts his hands down, and then the kind of like just slowly walks, turns around, and walks away. So which, which I feel like would have been exactly what would have happened if that was Sam. Yeah, I, like so shocked at what happened. Uh, either that or gone or gone off the deep end. It all depends on how drunk he was, though, at that point. It's true. It's true. Um, we didn't see Sam come back. No. And that I think that could be where if you looking that up, if, if I had my little crystal ball type of thing here, I could foresee with her switching it up. Sam won't do anything about it. Because now it's in front of 400 people. The story has changed a little bit. Or maybe Sam gets like, oh, good. Yeah, she was abusive to me. It, 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 there's Sam some- was mad it wasn't the truth, though. Like, that was the version she was telling when Sam freaked out. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of stuff we'll have to dig into going into next season. And who knows if that even plays out next season. Yeah, well. I don't know. I don't know. From what I've heard, the third season goes a lot darker, which yes. makes sense considering where where everything is left off. Yeah, I okay. cannot wait for that. So let let's let's look at some of the other storylines here. So we've got we've got them, which I, is is one of the more fascinating ones, just because we've been learning about these characters all throughout. Um, Gene. Um. Uh. What a traumatic kind of thing here, too. Mm-hmm. And what can he do? He's basically in a state of shock the whole time. And probably one of the worst interrogation sequences I've ever seen <laughs> with Detective May. It's like, yeah, we're booking you. We're just going to book you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I, I honestly, though, I think I, I've got her down as my favorite minor character of the episode because I feel like she's doing exactly what she has to do. Yeah, like she actually shows some competence here for the first time since we've seen her. That's a solid and it's because point. she's all she's all that's left, so she has to be, and and she she pushes it because all they've got is a phone call from his phone, someone saying that this is Jean and I killed her, and I'm gonna kill myself. Couldn't he? I de- can't deal with it. Anymore. That though, one line of dialogue. I was at this gas station. There should be security footage there. That's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. 
That's possible. I hadn't thought about that, but that's one thing I kind of had thought about. I was like, but he's in a state of shock. So he's not thinking about that. Obviously he didn't <laughs> snap out of the state of shock until the very end when he was kind of recounting the memories of her and then boom, this, this thing happens. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand it. And thank God there was that pin in that, you know, that trunk. So yeah, to get him off because and the man, Barry thinking on his feet. Yeah. Like, that, but there's so many things in that moment that happened that get paid off later, like hmm. dropping the pin in the trunk. And what did Fuchs say? But did he drop and, that? Did we see that he for sure dropped it? Because um, it was a Detective Moss's car, and the Chechens were involved in something too, and it could have been just a pin they had it. Oh no, no, no! It it was totally one hundred percent. It was the pin that Hank gave him. Oh, okay, saying that that, that I missed paid. that little detail. Okay, yeah, Perfect. yeah, because it was it was what because that when they ha- finally found it and they interpreted what it said, it said it's Chechen and it says the debt has been paid. Okay, I missed that detail. And okay. so, yeah, so it was the pin that Hank gave Barry. Okay. And perfect. so, if you notice at the very beginning, and it was, I watched this episode twice. So, when I saw it, once I knew what was happening, I saw it. He got, he gets this, oh, thought, look on his face. He, he digs down in, slides it underneath something, pops back up, and closes the trunk. Okay. That, okay. I must have, when I was, I was writing my notes out. When I was watching, so I might have just missed that little slight detail at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was Hank's pin, um, which is why I mean, so clutch by Barry, so clutch. And the way this the, the opening was shot was that it felt like there was it was happening at two different times because they never actually show him on camera at the same time. Mm-hmm. So which was like, is, are they doing this at two different times? Like, what's going on? And then they, they did the interrogation thing. I was like. Did they just pin this on Barry? Oh, then then they reference no, he few uh, Gene's still there, so Gene didn't right. get away. So it tied in, but it's just how it was shot. It was a little weird not to have them on the camera on camera at the same time at the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. Me looking way too much into it. <laughs> and then as Gene as Gene's story in the episode goes along, uh, he finally calms down enough to realize that Fuchs told him Barry did it. So now he knows that. He killed someone and got away with away it. with it. Uh, and but then also the development of his relationship with Leo, and and how this is now is now a thing. Like he's helping him into bed. He's taking off his socks. I mean, th- this is like yeah, getting him something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I put Leo as one of my my favorite minor characters of this episode. I think that was yeah. a clutch to have him back. It also proves that you know building that father son dynamic again, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now, now let's get into the end here, um, with with Esther and Cristobal and Hank and Batir, who I didn't even mention in the summary. You oh, know, Batir, yeah, the Hank's boss the... shows up uh, at the end. There's so so many little little things going on, and so many big things going on. Um, he completely freaks out. Uh, yeah, that there's so much that go like there's three or four different storylines that are worth following throughout this whole thing. Let's get into our actual categories here because I think we'll get into some of this as we go through that. Um, what's your best scene? The ending realization that uh, Gene knows who did it. I think that's mm. that little small thing. I think that play, plays well with the flashbacks too. And I, I was really trying to think which was my favorite of everything because I think every play, every scene plays really well. Uh, this is the first time in the episode where like the the acting sequences at the the the, uh, the act the acting class wasn't my favorite kind of like scene here, or mm-hmm. at least one of the episodes. But the ending for me with the Gene and also the the big shootout because there's so much stuff that happens and in it too. But uh, yeah, that, we kind of talked about the ending a little bit already. There's so many great scenes in this one, um, and there we've talked about a lot of the the best ones, but the one I'm going to mention is a little one that that popped up. It it's Hank ordering the heroin table. Oh, I mean, clutch. that's a clutch table. <laughs> yeah, good job. I, I that that whole sequence made me laugh so hard because he he's realizing he's useless, and no one listens to him. He's like, you know what we need. 
We need a table to put the heroin on. It's going to go right here. I'll order it. And yeah. then the next thing you see, he's on the phone on his laptop. Wonderful furniture. I love what I see here. But I don't know what I really need. Uh, what's what's the table for? It's for heroin. About 30 kilos, give or, give or take. Uh, yeah. And then he's talking to Barry. I'm looking for a heroin table. Apparently, it's a thing on Pinterest, but not a thing on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, it, it, is the, it is the most random thing. And and it it's the the quirks of Hank epitomized in one scene it's that right there nobody's paying attention to him so what does he do he goes online and searches up a heroin table and he got a round table like <laughs> it's a dining room table it fits eight people maybe 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 marble top i don't know if you marble top. uh <laughs> it's it's, it, it's uh that was that was like my favorite right there just that's a pretty good one yeah that's a good one just oddball random this is what barry is all about is watching hank go on amazon to order a heroin table um yeah it's perfect all right who's your fuchs bag we're not you counting fuchs anymore correct i mean you can if you want i think it's it, we're naming the award after it. i think obviously he's pretty much of a d-bag in this one um but uh, I have a couple here. I think Sally has a, moments where she's kind of a D-bag or she's not really caring about what Barry's talking about. And and But I'm, I'm going to go with one of the Michaels here. Where he, he's inflating his pillow. I, I, yeah, an, another one. Like he yeah. was doing the same thing. He's the one that had to walk around with his exercise ball in the last episode. Yeah. So that's a pretty, it's a D-bag move. That's a yeah. few bag move. Uh, def- deflating your pillow. At <laughs> while you're talking to somebody, literally while you're talking, not just like in and a conversation. Oh, here's, but... oh, here's... <laughs> she's deflating it. Yeah, that's a, that's a move. That's a move. But but I want to. Do you have who's yours, real quick? Because I want to bring up Fuchs again, real quick. This was one little minor thing. My Fuchs bag is Barry. Okay. Uh, because it's, it's first, not, he, not, yeah, he not, has he goes into self preservation mode. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I mean, because Fuchs calls him out on it. He said, "You want to save the? You want to save your acting coach? It's easy. Just call him and confess. Tell him it was you." Oh, you're not that altruistic anymore, are you? Who's <laughs> out of moves now? I mean, he totally calls him on it. It's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're not that different. And then the way he just goes off the gasket the just like he did with the guy he thought uh yeah. shot albert um the what the guy he he killed and got away with um that that is exactly what he did when he went to the monastery and just went off on it all so yeah he's he's my fuchs bag good call um i've bring up the, the fuchs bag and reminded me of it more of my a scene that we haven't talked about yet that I thought it was actually pretty funny. So one of my favorite scenes is when Fuchs comes out to talk to Cristobal and Esther and he's talking, you think he's, and also he's like, is that guy talking to that? You know, he's on Bluetooth. No, wait, wait, no, is he, t- no, is he talking? And he's, he's so far oh, away. I heard my name. He's talking to us. Yeah. He's talking about us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm like, that's pretty much a, a, a D-back thing to do. It's like, you're, you think you're, you can be heard. From, <laughs> that, that was a pretty great little scene right there. So. It, it, it was a great scene. I love what Fuchs said. However, there's no way that scene works out like that, right? There's no way. He gets out there saying all that crap. He gets a bullet to the head. I, yeah. there, there's That's the way this, this ends. It's not, it's not, you know, the, the, the grand reunion that, that played out. Like, that, that was the most unbelievable moment of the entire show so far yeah. is that fuchs was able to talk them out of this whole thing yeah and i'm not sure like it was cristobal and noel hank and fuchs all drinking like stella Trois together like what beer were they drinking rolling rock he told him he, he, oh, he rolling said rock? Okay. Go, even worse. ralph's get some sandwiches and a case of rolling rock you don't <laughs> drink out of a green like can or bot like <laughs> uh, you know nothing good sir comes in green uh, All right. Well, I guess Jameson. Well, that's different. <laughs> stick anyway. man. Oh, stick man. Uh, 
Fuchs's cats. I'm gonna go with Fuchs's cats. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go right along the same lines, and I'm gonna say Hank and Crystal Ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was low key thinking that too. I'm I like, mean, the way the way he starts wrapping himself around him, and then he has the line about you're like my cats. I gotta spray some water on you. Uh, yeah. I uh, mean, good good line. We're sitting on a gold mine. Yes. Uh, yeah. Those two. Those two are good ridiculous. Stuff. Two birds of a feather for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hey, that's John Hamm, best new face award. Um, I, I put no Hanks boss. Yeah, Batir. It's gotta be Batir. That's <laughs> the only guy we finally get to see. And and I I uh actually recognized him. So ah, it, it really qualifies because it's uh oh, what's the actor's name? Let me find the actor's name here. It was JB Blanc is the actor's name and uh one of my favorite movies of all time is the uh 2002 film the count of monte cristo where he plays uh luigi vampa nice and, that's uh, first time watch at some point i need to watch that some yeah it, it's now. it's a great movie it has nothing to do with the book but it's a great movie he also has a role in a couple episodes of breaking bad which you still haven't seen what um that show? i don't know what are you talking yeah, about what, what are you yeah. talking about well, that that might need to be the next uh the next sideshow just to get you in it anyway so he's in a couple episodes there but whenever i see that face it will forever be luigi vampa a smuggler and uh, a pirate <laughs> i don't understand that reference <laughs> you fight to the death oh uh, what if i refuse then we slit your throat and we're a bit short-handed I... <laughs> nice it's it's uh yeah uh oh man it's a it's a great it's a great role it's a very memorable role like like he would if we ever did a deep dive which i don't know if we will because the other two have either barely seen it or don't necessarily like it he he's he's got to be right up there for uh for the the uh, minor character amazing larry big tim high roller absolutely so yeah but here i recognized him it was good all right my Jermaine favorite minor character I already mentioned was Detective Dunn. Who's My, yours? Mine, mine was Leo. Uh, Gene's oh, son. right. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. How about we're, we're kind of rushing through these, these a little bit because we are going to get to our season ending awards as well. The season uh, wrap up. What's your very relatable moment of the episode? Good old fashioned rage mode, man. <laughs> Got to talk about Barry and he just goes in the full rage mode. Sometimes, you know, no matter how hard you try to just, uh, like fight your anger, sometimes it just you just have that those moments where you, you you're seeing red, uh, and yeah, I could I could totally relate to how he was feeling in those those moments where like only thing you could do is see red and let it out, and uh, that's yeah, I never felt rage that way, but <laughs> I've uh, yeah, not 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 a good not good rage, good old rage mode. Yeah, for for me, the relatable moment was the snap out of it. Sally smack and Barry and just like I'm I'm in a mood I'm not in a good spot and then all of a sudden whoa okay oh all right I'm good now I'm back D- just that I, I needed a, a wake up and and that's yeah I get that I get that perfect yeah that makes all sense <laughs> okay LVP of the episode I'm gonna let you go first because I got a couple written down um I have Amazon for the lack of heroin tables. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I've got um my my first one is uh Natalie and her as stage manager with her microphone that she has with her all the time throughout that huge oh. stage. Um, That's a good one. Like like after after Jermaine does his bit and he just leaves the cash on the on the floor, you hear in the background all right, can somebody strike that? It's like, it's just a couple bills on the ground, but she's got to call out, someone strike that. And then when she goes and tells tells uh, Sally that it's time for her to go on, she says it into the microphone while she's in her dressing room. <laughs> it's like, Sally, we, you're on in two minutes into the microphone. It's like, Natalie and her mic, LVP. Come on now. Come on now. My other LVP, though, is Esther. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a great call she's watching all this happen and she, you can see she doesn't like what's going on between Hank and crystal ball. 
and she's she's now gone to the Hank mode of being that third wheel. And then nothing happens with it. Nothing is done with it. Like you you look at her and you're like, oh man, she's about to snap. And then Barry walks in, Lululemon tracksuit. Uh, she recognizes him. She knows who he is. And then she's gone. It's like, what, yeah, what kinda, a waste. Yeah, unceremoniously gone from the, the season. You'd think she was the big bad, but nope. <laughs> yeah. Got taken out like fodder. All right. MVP. My, my MVP is Fuchs. Man. Survivor. You got it down too? MVP Fuchs. Fuchs top there. Wow. That was. Yeah. Full survivor mode. Uh, as, as unrealistic as it is, he negotiates the, the, the reconciliation between the Bolivians and the Chechens. Um, he somehow still escapes. Uh, he lives to fight another day. He's he plays the chess game better than anybody, even though Barry thinks he's got him beat. It it the my MVP's Fuchs. Yeah, not many times we say that either. Um, low good MVP moment from him too is having the wherewithal for to not kill Gene because he heard the sirens, but told him that it was Barry and then had got out of there before the cops actually got there. So who knew how like him escaping that scene of the, that that little scene where the cops are coming down and not being caught or not being questioned or even like he was even in that vicinity. Pretty uh, MVP moment there. Now, another great part of that though, is the fact that later on when Fuchs is giving his, uh, his talk to, to Cristobal and Esther, he tells you why he didn't pull the trigger because he's, he goes to them and he's like, oh, you guys are all looking mean, but, but murder taking someone's life. That's, yeah. that's for someone who doesn't have a soul. And, yeah. that, and, and he's basically saying to the audience, this is why I couldn't do it. Cause I can't, I can't take a life. Mm -hmm. I have a soul. Um, but then what's he saying about Barry? Barry doesn't care. Barry will kill anybody. Yeah. Barry killed Meyerbeck. I mean, oh. That was a sad loss right there. That was that sad. That was heartbreaking. And you could tell he, like, he was tearing up when he, he came back and Meyerbeck was dead. Like that he realized he snapped out of his rage. Well, and, and you see it coming. It's like, oh, man, he's going to open the door and Meyerbeck's going to take the shot at him. That's what and I then, but then he walks through the door and he relaxes. It's like, it's Barry. And, but Barry doesn't. Barry is off the rails, has no idea what he's doing at that point. That's once one thing, too, is like, I, how come uh, they didn't realize, like, oh, Barry's the one's coming? I guess Fuchs maybe never said that. Like, somebody was coming to kill him. I guess, was there no Chechens in the room when he, like, he killed Esther? Like, he never. He never said it. He, he never said it was Barry. He just said, I need an army. Yeah. Um, I think that's and probably especially well. And he told Hank that they had a falling out. But Hank is too dumb to realize the the, the cues of what's actually going on. Um, when given the choice, the Chechens were going to back Barry. Mm -hmm. So Fuchs was smart not to tell the rest of the guys what was actually going on. Yeah. All they needed to know was he was he was Barry's mentor. Even though the last time Barry saw Chechens, he was a dead man. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know how that ended up working out the way it did. Well, no, because Hank liked Fuchs. Hank Hank was the reason Fuchs got saved because mm -hmm. he called uh, he called Barry and Barry went and took out Goron mm -hmm. so that Fuchs wouldn't get shot. It, yeah, it's kind of weird how it's all coming a little full circle here. Yeah, definitely. All right, one one last LVP I got to throw out there. It's uh, Cristobal's run as he escapes. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> that was that uh, he was high kneeing it out of there quick. Some good old high stepping. Good old high. Stepping. Oh, and one last MVP. One last MVP. The Chechen bullet. Because what is the first thing Batir finds when he walks in the monastery? 
the Chechen, the Chechen bullet casing sitting on Esther. <laughs> it's like, it and I like how like no one goes behind the Buddha. He's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> As he kind of lowers uh, himself yep. down. Hey, but here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this was a crazy season. Um, Barry's got to be on the run at this point. Like, I don't need, I don't know what he could do. You've got, you've got his one mentor. He, he wants dead. The other mentor probably wants him dead. Knowing now that he knows what he did. Uh, yeah. I don't know where the, where season three goes, but I'm excited to see, but let's do one last little wrap up here of season two. And let's go through our our awards, our our season award categories here, and let's start with the season Fuchs bag. Fuchs, I'm one with Fuchs. That that's kind of the easy answer there. That is the very easy answer. Um, I was trying to go back and look at other. Uh, oh, the mics. I think uh, you can also throw Sally's agents in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm not gonna say Fuchs. I'll say Sally's agents, My, the Mikes, Michael and Mike. I'm going Loach. Wow. Okay. Because he played everything the straight and narrow just to find out that he was crooked and out for revenge. Um, mm. he was doing everything right, and you felt like he was doing it because his partner was was gone. Nope, he was doing it because his other partner was gone uh and yeah loach is my is my fuchs bag it's a bold move i like mm-hmm. it good good stuff stick man it's gotta be ronnie Three, two, one ronnie yeah, yeah. That, I mean, he, he's really the only answer for this i'm gonna miss the people not going after Fuch- or loach's wives anymore that's gonna be no more see, easy answers. I I, I kind of went through this. I'm like, I'm gonna celebrate some of the characters we're not gonna see anymore. That Loach is my Fuchs bag, Ronnie's my stick man. I, uh, yeah, it, it, go go out on 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 a high note on some of these characters yeah. as we say, give a fond farewell, fond farewell um, yeah. to the uh, to the roundhouse kick to the temple, and uh, dumbest way to die and the and the two time gold gold medal winning uh, taekwondo. Uh, uh, fighter. Okay. Hey, that's John Ham. Best new face award goes to. Mm, what did I say here? Jay Roach. Uh, Jay Roach. Jay Roach. Jay Roach. Jay Roach. Same as uh Jay Roach. Jay Roach. I I had him written down, and I made sure to write it without a space between the two names. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the other one I had, uh, it wasn't really one of those like, oh hey, I know that guy, but uh. The feral mongoose of a oh. daughter, Ronnie's daughter, man. That yeah. that one. was that was brilliant, just brilliant. And I also have to shout out the the five seconds Batir was on screen because seeing seeing that actor just made me happy. Yeah, I'm a, actually you know I would go with Lily, the feral mongoose gargoyle for the new face because yeah, I had her down for minor character, but. At the same time, it's like, yeah, that one episode was dedicated to that new face. So got to go with that. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. All right. Favorite minor character. Oh, uh, OK. Go ahead. I'm I'm going I'm going Meyerbeck. Meyerbeck. OK. Because again, celebrating a character gone too soon. That that character had so much going on and was going to be so interesting to watch. And another one that just it, it's like, well, oh, man, what happened? Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go. Meyer Beck. I gotta go. Meyer Beck. I'm gonna go with the interpreter. We're talking about <laughs> the interpreter, the Chechen interpreter. Not who I thought you were going with. <laughs> who did you think? The the one that the award's named after. You gotta go with Jermaine. Oh yeah, it's it's gotta be Jermaine. Yes, Jermaine's <laughs> the easiest answer for everything. That's why I was like, the award's named after the guy. I'm not gonna pick him, but I'm gonna honor the uh, the interpreter because we're probably not gonna see him. The accordion yeah. player is a accordion close guy second. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that that's that's worth mentioning as well. Oh, there there's some good ones. Not not as many new faces like fresh faces, but there's some great minor characters that get some uh, mm-hmm. get some good play. Um, 
best scene of the season. Okay. Um, I have a cup. I have two. I think the, uh, the, one of the scenes, my honorable, my runner up, it would be the scene where Barry's going to kill Sam and Sally's in the room and opens the door. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, Oh my God, it's happening at the same time. That scene made me squirm so much. Cause you're like, Oh no. What? No. Uh, yeah that that was that was the most tense moment and it wasn't even necessarily the most tense moment of the episode yeah but it was it was one of the most tense moments like of the show yes uh what's yours uh mine's mine's a little bit of a of a lighter pick but i don't think i the, the moment I've laughed the hardest in this entire show so far is the car ride to the drugstore where Lily slips into the backseat oh, and takes call. a bite out of Fuchs's face. It's like, Barry, get her off my face. I'm not shooting a kid. I'm not going to do it. She's biting my face. <laughs> and th- this is also when we get the, the line, she's like a feral mongoose. Uh, she's she's a gargoyle up there. I guess we're gonna have to burn the house down. Burn the house down. What what, what am I doing here again? Needle and thread. She can <laughs> for stitches because I'm dying. I mean, <laughs> that is good. I mean, the, all that happened in that one car ride in that one episode. Uh, I mean, that episode could almost be its own scene. I mean, the the un the uncut take of of uh. Barry versus Ronnie in the house, yeah. him seeing all the medals and then them brawling it out there. Yeah. But the car ride like that, everything going on in that car was just hysterical. Good call. Yeah. I like that too. Um, one of my other favorite episode uh, scenes rather is when you had that interaction with um, Barry and uh, Fuchs is about to jump off the building, but it goes back in the hotel room mm. and Loach comes in and it's like, no, you're going to kill this person. I don't care about Moss. And it's what? like, what? And you're like, what the hell? That's the other part. That's that's the same episode, right? That's the same episode as the Sally Sam moment. I think I think that was it. Mm, it could be. All right. I'm looking this up. It could be. Dang. It just proves that that yeah that was that might have that might have been the best episode of the show so far. Yeah, that that was uh, I was just thinking about like what's my favorite episode scenes, and I was going back through my notes and stuff, and like those two scenes kind of popped up again. I was thinking about I was like, yeah, those are probably my favorites because I had my mouth like hit the floor. Yeah. Pick the wrong one, dude. This this show that was the halfway point of this of this season. Yeah, what a good because like, episode five was the Ronnie Lilly episode. Yeah, and yeah, episode episode four was was the Sam episode and the what episode? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, good call. We'd be we'd be remiss if uh, we got through Fuchs bag and did not mention Sam. Yeah, I uh, wait. Did I um, he, him no, he he need he needed to be mentioned as well. Good call. Um, Okay, uh, let's see here. What what else do we need to do? Um, I did not write down a Barry relatable of the season. Yeah, but, it was uh, that was, well, it was a lot easier, a lot easier last year because we had that funny joke about Todd here. Uh, but I, I, one of my favorite relatable moments was the last episode of the jealousy happy, uh, being jealous for somebody but extremely happy for them at the same time. And I think that oh. kind of if you think about that character's arc through this, this season. You could totally understand where Sally, where Sally was at through the whole mm-hmm. season. So I think that would be probably the the one that kind of sticks out because it has an underlying current or trajectory through the whole season. I think. Oh, this is For a good me. one. The one I'm gonna I'm gonna say is uh, uh, someone not paying up. Uh, with back at the beginning where where Jermaine doesn't have the money and to pay for the groceries. That's a good one. Yeah. Too. It's a good one. All right. Being upset with people who can't play video games correctly. Good good job, Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. stuck. Yeah. 
LVP of the season. LVP of the season. So I'm, I was struggling with like being my least favorite character, but I, I eventually settled with no Hank. His That's costume, what I got too. His, yeah, his costumes, his wigs, his lack of authority, just anything kind of. Yeah, him in a wig was really bad, and his that that sun hat that he had too. That he had. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> I'm wearing a wig. <laughs> yes, I know you're wearing a wig. Yes, I know you're wearing a wig. Uh yeah. It just he is just I mean, he has his moments early in the season. Yeah. As he as he as he cons Barry into helping him out. But yeah, as soon as like as soon as the dance happens, he yeah. he loses it and he, he has no idea what he's doing. He's in way over his head. Um, the only thing that saves him is the fact that they train up a guy like Meyerbeck, uh, sure. to, to actually have some leadership and some, some, uh, some guts to do what needs to be done. So mm-hmm. yeah, LVP is Hank, but man, I love that guy. Yeah, that's a good point. MVP of the season is <sighs> guy looking at two ways. First half MVP clearly is Loesch. I would think first four episodes, the back okay. half Meyerbeck. Mm. So, but I'm a, if you're talking about the underlying current, the whole entire episode, the season, it's Gene. That's where I, I fell. I fell with Gene. Ooh. I mean, he is definitely the heartbeat of this season. That's why, and... that's, that's why I picked it because he's the heartbeat. And then you're just, you're just like, your heart just stops. You're like, crap, that's the bad guy. Or that's the main guy for the, the third season. Yeah. What's going to happen? And, and how how he takes Barry under his wing. Barry is able to confide in him. He's trying to do better because of what has happened to him. And that, that's a great call. Yeah, with Leo and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, good stuff, man. I, like, that's, that's where I had to fall. That's better than mine, but I'll say mine anyways. Mine, I said the MVP of the season is Lindsay, which is Sally's female agent. The one that actually is willing to uh, to put her neck out and and showcase Sally in the way she she wants and the way she deserves mm-hmm. and is actually willing to listen to her for what she needs. Uh, she steps up big time here. Yeah, and uh, I think she's going to be a big, a big player and a big, uh, a big influence, mm-hmm. hopefully moving forward. Correct. Yeah, I think there's a possibility where she starts her own firm up and leaves the mics. Mike's it's possible. Mic. I think it's that, possible. I think that could, he go there. But did, when that scene with Sally, do you think that she was kind of like, what the heck? Like when everybody was like giving her those like that praise. I think she got it. Like the look on her face, she gets it. Like she she understands. She understood where Sally was. She understood why Sally did what she did. And as those all those people are coming up, if you look in the background, she has this look of worry on her face. Like this is the last thing she needs right now because she want, this isn't what she wanted. Um, Cause she's getting praised for a lie. Right. Right. It's like, Oh man, what's she going through now? So yeah. All right. There we go. I think that's it. Yeah. I was a uh, good season. Uh, Great season. Great, great, great season. Cannot wait for season three. Yeah. Yeah. And and season three will get us all the way caught up. Because as as we're recording this, there have been three seasons. They're starting. I think they've started filming season four. So uh, we know there is a season four. So when once season four comes around, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I'm excited to start talking season three mm-hmm. and see where this goes from here. Uh, I love this show. And how it can be a show like this in these little half hour punches um, and not have to stretch it out to, you know, 45 minutes, hour, hour 10 or whatever. Some mm-hmm. other shows end up being uh, it. It's these little succinct, compact little morsels of what the hell. And uh, that that makes it so unique and uh and it's been it's been a blast so far yeah 
Can I, yeah, it's. It, I don't know where season three is going to go, but I'm looking forward to uh, where it does take us because I think it's going to be a journey. Also, we're not going to su- um, suspect what's going to happen. And uh, man, what's going to happen with Gene? What's going to happen with Barry? Uh, will Sally have repercussions for kind of screwing Barry over at the the acting thing? I, I don't know. Will, will, will Fuchs finally be able to take the bandage off his face? I mean, will the Pharaoh Mongoose be back for revenge? She has to be, right? That's she the biggest has thin right there. That's one of the biggest ones. It has to be. <laughs> oh, man. What happens with Hank? Does Hank get sent back to Chechnya? What does Batir do? I think Batir's going to look around and see he got the heroin and killed off everybody else. And now uh, and now he's going to be praised. Uh, none of the Chechens are left to be able to contradict anything that happened. Uh, especially with Meyerbeck gone. No, there's two of them that are, remain. The two that got Fuchs out of the building. Oh, right. They, yeah. But still, with Meyerbeck gone, they don't have a leader anymore. True. That is true. Uh, Cristobal's still around. Well, Cristobal and Hank. He's high, he high stepped his way out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That could be it. All the Bolivians are gone, though. Like, they were the first first line of defense. So now yeah. Cristobal's on his own. So now Hank is going to have to try and talk Batir into letting Cristobal back in because yeah, his goal 50-50 Cristobal. <laughs> Will Amazon start, start carrying heroin tables? Hopefully all these, ans- these questions can be answered. These are important <laughs> questions. The world wants to know. Uh, Come on, right. Amazon. You can't be beat by Pinterest. Come on. Really? P- Pinterest? <laughs> almost the worst as Tumblr. Come on. Uh, well, all these things we'll be talking about, hopefully more when we get to season three. But with that, we're going to wrap up season two. Thank you guys so much for following us on this ride. And we'll be back soon as we continue riding along with Barry. Until then. High five. High five.